Welcome to the Millennial Girl Way, the show that highlights millennial women doing the damn thing by turning their dreams into reality. We are back with another reflection episode. I'm your co-host Shay Harkness. And I'm Bray Creech. And for our new listeners, our reflection episodes are our time to discuss any topic that currently resonates with us. So today we're going to talk about leveling up and stepping out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, many times in life, we have to be willing to embrace growth to harness our true potential. We'll have to change up our habits and our circles. And I think that, you know, Bray and I are currently going through our own transitions. So we thought it'd be good to kind of touch on some things that we've been learning along the way and how we're trying to navigate our own leveling up and stepping out of our comfort zones. Um, you know, anytime life is, you know, life is really like levels <laughs> at each new level, new things, new people, different experiences are required for you to succeed at that level and then get to the next level. And it's always very scary and, you know, to navigate that. So um, I definitely think that, you know, we have a lot that we can land in this subject. So starting off, I just want to ask, Bray, how do you define leveling up? So leveling up happens um, or comes in many different forms. I think for me, leveling up um, means that you are choosing a, the path that's right for you, um, taking into account the things that you want and also recognizing what you deserve um, and then making that happen. I think that, you know, in a simple sense, we think leveling up is like, okay, moving on to the next level. Um, right. But a part of moving on to that next level could be, you know, starting a new chapter, closing a door on something, someone, an experience um, that maybe served us in the past and really stepping into our purpose, um, living honestly and yes. um, living for us, you know, living for yourself. That's how I would define it. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I definitely agree. I have that same sentiment. Um, I also think leveling up is just I think it's finding out who you want to be yeah. and then taking the necessary steps to become that person in the mm -hmm. simplest sense of the definition, right? So I think leveling up requires you to do a lot of self-reflection about what you want out of this life, who you want it with, and then also taking those necessary steps and um seeking out those opportunities that will help you get there or those people that will help you get there. Um, I think, especially for like our community, a lot of the time, you know, we're held to what we've always known, what we've always mm -hmm. experienced. And, you know, really taking that time to first of all, learn who we are. Okay, just because you grew up in a certain situation or a certain mm -hmm. certain circumstance, and, you know, you've had this breadth of experience growing up, you know, through adolescence, young adulthood, whatever, that doesn't mean that that's who you were meant to be, or really who you even want to be. And I think exactly. leveling up is first finding out that and then, like you were saying, seeking what you deserve and, and what you want. So yeah. And a, a lot of the times it 
it's connected to really stepping out of your comfort zone, you know? Exactly. Once you identify and reflect, okay, this is where I'm at, this is where I want to be, um, and you're tr- trying to figure out, you know, what steps need to happen, um, a lot of times you're faced with that reality that um, you're going to have to, you might have to do things that you're not necessarily used to doing or that you're not necessarily right. the most comfortable. But I also want to stress that, you know, leveling up also does not always have to be tied to this big transformational change in your life. Um, You know, today we're going to talk about leveling up across the board, you know, life, relationships, business-wise, your career, um, and just personal, you know, goals that you may set. And what we're going to find is that leveling up can be as broad or as, um, you know, specific as you want to make it. It doesn't have to be tied to this, like, brand new relationship or, you know, completely breaking somebody off or new step in a career. Yeah. It could be, you know, you could level up every single day and just, you know, change, you know, minor habits or actions that you do. Um, Right. So, you know, we're going to get deeper into that because I think leveling up can definitely happen on a daily basis um, if you're open to receiving that and really recognizing that you are leveling up. Absolutely. So, you know, I guess, you know, with leveling up, the first question is, how how often, Shay, would do you find yourself going through a level up experience? Um, I, I think with each stage of me completely changing, like, my, my life trajectory, I guess, mm-hmm. for me, that those are leveling up moments, but then also defining it in, like, the smaller moments of life where you just decide that you either want to do something, see something, be something different, but it's not, like, this huge, you know, big decision. It's just literally, yeah. you know, even as simple as changing certain habits, right? Technically, that is leveling up. Um, but for me, I think I can define, like, three two or three moments where like I really really felt like I was leveling up um and one of them is obviously you know when I changed the trajectory of my career so um what I was doing beforehand um I was I was in a space where I was trying to learn and you know I was having that experience um I was an accountant first And then, you know, I, you know, kind of learned that like, oh, you know, this is not really for me. So, um, you know, I just want to change. And now I took on a whole new role that I really didn't have any experience in, but I like it more than what I was doing before. So, um, you know, when I decide to change my career, that was one like really level up um, moment because um, I do think that it brought me like really great experience and also you know my checkbook looked a little nicer um how did you know know that it was time for you to level up was it just that you weren't necessarily happy was it um yeah how did you know that okay yeah so (laughs) for me it was really just like okay day in and day out Mm -hmm. how tied to this role am I you know how how does it make me feel like am I getting joy out of this or do I feel like I'm doing this just to check the block of 
life and having a job or whatever. Right. Um, and then two, I think my experience um, at my previous place, it wasn't horrible, but you know, there were some things socially that were going on that I also was not very happy about. So mm-hmm. my thing is, you know, in anything that you do in life, you're the only person who is living your life, right? Yep. No one else can stand in your shoes or or experience what you experience because they're not you. And that's what makes you unique. And in saying that, like, if you're not happy in a situation, although it might look good to everybody else on the outside looking in, you have to decide what is best for you. And so I've always kind of, you know, like, well, I'm not into it. Like, it's just not happening. Like, I'm going to stop it and Mm -hmm. I'm going to figure out what my next course of action is. And so I think for me, that's what it was. It wasn't like, you know, like the super bad experience, but it was, (laughs) but it was just like, okay, well, I feel like something is missing. I don't want to live in a way where I feel like something is missing. So Shay, what do you need to do? Figure out a way to, yeah. (laughs) I think, and I think that's important. Even you just saying that, like, it wasn't like this, um, huge detrimental thing that was happening you just identify that you were not happy Um, because I think a lot of times when making changes we do tend to wait for that explosive moment like that moment where we we feel so broken down whether it's mentally emotionally physically and then we're like okay like I should probably change or else this is really going to get worse but you know something I think especially within like the black community is you know, us being more comfortable with taking a step back and being open to pivoting sooner rather than later, you know, not, um, you know, we talk a lot on this podcast, we've had a lot of people come on and share like, mental health wellness advice and ways to identify when you maybe need to step in and really take the reins and how to do that before things get bad. Um, Exactly. You know, and I think for, for women, we tend to we like to carry burden for some weird reason, yeah. you know, it's like put the weight on our shoulders and we may complain about it, but for some reason we're also very welcoming to that feeling. Yeah. Um, so I know like even within myself, a part of like growing up and um, becoming who I am as a woman is trying to stop myself from getting to that point where I just take on everything and then I feel like I'm crumbling and you need like two weeks to recoup (laughs) right versus you know taking the reins a lot sooner and just saying like the bare minimum is that I want to be happy it doesn't you know I don't have to be broken down first in order to to pivot you know yeah and I think that that's an important thing to learn in life because I do think that as women, we take on a lot of burdens Mm -hmm. and we're nurturers. So that's a good thing. We're naturally like nurturing creatures um, Mm -hmm. and the world needs more of that. But at the same time, a nurturer can be broken down. You know, that is, that's the opposite effect when you're not, when you're nurturing, but you're not being nurtured, you know, exactly. You can't continue to, to extend energy that you don't even get back, right? So, um, yeah, I think that's, you know, one of the ways that I leveled up. And then two, um, I think a really big thing has been like, you know, relationships and just realizing when um, things were no longer going to, (sighs) they were no longer going to transform (laughs) in the way that I needed it to, or, we just weren't walking on the same paths, you know, and it's kind of, it's hard to do that too. I think 
more so than anything, relationships are like the harder and relationships are not just, um, are not just, are not just considered like, you know, love relationships, but also friendships as well. I think, you know, more so than just like business and career or whatever, I think relationships have the deepest impact on us. Right. So it can be really hard to, um, level up, if you will, or, you know, step out of your comfort zone and leave certain people behind when the relationship is no longer, um, is no longer bringing you the right energy or, you know, helping you grow. Um, so yeah. And what about you, (laughs) Bray? In terms of my experiences? Yeah, like, I mean, and even thinking about relationships and how that's had an impact on you, um, how has that had an impact on you? Yeah, so it's funny because I I 110% agree, like, whether romantic or friendship-wise, or within your family, you know, I think they they do have the greatest impact because of the love factor. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, when your heart is as involved as it is in a situation, it makes it that much more difficult to let something go or to make the decision yeah. to level up. Um, and I think for me, you know, ultimately when you think about leveling up, it's about transitioning, right? You're moving on to a new phase. When you move on to a new phase, that also means that you're leaving something behind. And in this case, right. with relationships, you're leaving someone behind. Um, and I know personally, something I've always struggled with Um, is that history factor like as you're trying to make the decision of do I leave this person do I leave the situation what do I do you're brought back to kind of making like this mental pros and cons and and remembering all of the great things and great memories that you had with someone and Mm -hmm. something that and I say this to like all my friends who have like relationship issues and because this is something that I like had to someone said it once and I was like that's it and now I say it to everyone and I say this to myself all the time that life is about growth and not everyone is meant to go the mile with you some people are meant to be in your life at certain points and that's just that and they could have a very you know positive and powerful impact and then you get to a different stage in your life and that person is no longer does no longer fits within the aura that you're trying to build because people change. Right. And although it's a tough pill to swallow because sometimes these people have been around for years, um, it's just not meant to be. And at some point you have to decide, are you going to choose yourself and happiness or are you going to stick to something simply because it was good back then? And, you know, for me, I've struggled with that. Um, you know, relationship wise, definitely, because there's that history and there's that love and you want it to last, but you also have to be um, aware of the fact that it's, it's no longer serving you. Um, And, you know, to go with that, something that I always think about is like, okay, because I'm assuming like most of us, most of us have had experiences where we had to let someone or something go, right? Yeah, for sure. So the question is, when it comes to leveling up, do the people in your life deserve a warning? 
do you have you even bothered giving that person a warning do you think that a part of leveling up is being honest about okay you know what this is it I'm gonna move away or do you tend to give people a chance to say listen I'm about to go this way what you doing (laughs) (laughs) that is a great question um it's funny me and my friend were just talking about this yesterday (laughs) literally um so you know everyone (laughs) everyone thinks that I'm just like so hard right and we were talking about you know tolerance levels and how Mm -hmm. some people have higher tolerances than others um you know a, a mutual friend of ours has gone through relationship issues and it's like time after time after time after time and I was saying you know I do think that everyone should have chances right I mean it's first of all it's not even human to not give people chances right right? you want to see the best thing the best possible uh outcome come out of all of your relationships right so I mean yes I've been in relationships and I've given chances whether this is friendships families or you know um love relationships I've given chances and I do think that it's a good to give someone not a warning so much that you're like about to be out their life you know like the first time by the way I'm leaving (laughs) like I do think that it is good to give people like okay hey me and you we see this situation differently right and I would have moved it about it about it this way. You might have moved about it in a different way. How can we reach a compromise? Or going forward, I need you to understand that this is the way that I want it to go. You know, what do you think about it? So like having that adult conversation, I definitely give people that that chance. I mean, when I felt wrong by someone the first time, I'm not necessarily just like, oh you know what deuces deuces like you're out you know no I think that's just like too far to the left because you're not always I was gonna say to clarify we're talking about people who you have a connection with already (laughs) I'm not talking about yeah Yeah. so people who who know me you know who are my friends who are my family who are you know my man my whatever so um, I do think that is, <laughs> I do think that is no good man. to give people, right, right. <laughs> I do think that is good to give people that chance because mm-hmm. on the flip side, have you've done certain things where like maybe the way that you went about it was not what the person expected from you. Then when that person brings an issue to you, you say, okay, I will take that into account. And going forward, I know how to, you know, navigate, Right. It's when we keep going through issues and my tolerance level is lower than most. So, you know, there's only so many times that I feel like I'm going to give those chances when I feel like you already know me because now I'm going outside of myself to make this relationship something right to, Mm -hmm. to keep the bond of, trust there you know what I'm saying because once you continuously you know show someone that you're not really taking into account what they've made known to you Mm -hmm. to me trust starts to wither right um and at that point then I make a decision about 
you know, letting the relationship go or leveling up or whatever. And at that point, I don't think a warning is owed to you because you would have already gotten warnings, you know? Yeah, I think the (laughs) warning is me expressing that what you did, said, whatever is not okay with me. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that I I, I like to add logic to the situation. Nobody's perfect. Nobody can read minds. So I always like to take that into account when I'm dealing with anybody, you know, all of my loved ones, friends, family, relationships. And I have learned, and as I've gotten older, I've gotten better at this, at communicating how I feel about things at the time that I feel them. You know, I used to be the type of person who would take back those emotions and like have to think about them and sit with it to the point where I would almost make myself more angry. And then you start coming up with assumptions of what you think happened or what you think this person meant by doing that. And, you know, over time, and I learned this specifically in a long-term relationship I was in that, you know, assumptions don't help you. They don't get you anywhere. So the warning is me saying, okay, this is what you did. This is how I took it. Is this what you meant or no? And then we can figure out how to move from there. I do think that as I've gotten older, right, I started practicing that. And now at this age, I have more of a mindset that I am very understanding of the fact that I everybody requires different things of me, different Mm -hmm. types of relationships, different energy. And I always say to people, listen, unless you communicate that to me, this is never going to work because I guarantee you, I will communicate to you how I need you to be my friend or how I need you to be my boyfriend. And once I communicate that with you, I do expect you to make effort in making sure that that is how things are. And if you're not able to do that, well, then we're going to part ways. And, you know, the older I get, like you said, the tolerance level goes further down because I feel like we're at an age where you should be able to hear what I'm saying and make the changes because I know that I can. And a lot of that for me stems from, you know, standards that you set for people and reflecting in on yourself and saying, well, do you meet your own standards? Because a lot of the times, you know, we set standards for people and we have expectations that we don't first put on ourselves. And I think a lot of relationships and, um, you know, relationships all around, a lot of them tend to fail because the expectations that people have of their partner or of their friend or even of their family is not the same energy that they bring to the table. And you're at Mm -hmm. this standstill of people like, well, they're not doing this for me, so I'm not going to do it. And I'm not going to do it because they're not doing it. And in reality, you have to assume that the person on the other side is thinking the same thing. And Mm -hmm. there are times where you get to the point where neither person is willing to step up and do what the other person needs. And so that is a sign that things need to be, they need to part ways, (laughs) essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think that just in general, um, you the warning stage is you communicating that this is yes. not something you're you're not happy or it can it even doesn't have to be like you're unhappy but something like I just you. wasn't feeling that situation yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you know and so you know this is another self-reflection and leveling up point for myself so um I know that historically <laughs> 
um, when I was growing up, I could be like a little hot-headed. And the way that um, I communicated things to people wasn't necessarily, you know, the most constructive, right? So I noticed that when I was younger, you know, and I started taking the necessary steps to be able to communicate things in a way that people will understand and not just be so focused on how I'm communicating it, right? Because if you're a very passionate person, then things can really like (laughs) go to this whole other level without it really even needing to be that way. And um, I think that's something that I've been really good at. But I will say um, there was a situation (laughs) um, not too long ago where I did kind of feel like a little, um, like I kind of reverted back to how I would naturally come off to someone without me taking the time to reflect. And it's not like a, a to reflect or to, um, to just really take the time to understand how to communicate it to a person. So a, a, a moment to like, you know, just relax and figure out um, the the detail behind what was done, what was meant, and then how I can communicate my issue, right? So like sometimes if I have an issue, I'm just like red, you know, and then it might not come off well. That doesn't happen very often. So I will say that's that's another leveling up point. Just in yourself, like things that you want to see different or that you want to change so that the whole dynamic of how you relate to people is much different. Um, And I think what a lot of people don't understand too is that um you know that's that's a choice so yeah i mean going back to giving warnings in general and just are people always are people really entitled to getting warnings right because that's really what the question is mm-hmm. no not no. always um and i think that sometimes even when you do you know, try to give a warning or try to let someone know um, how you feel about a certain situation, sometimes that has backfired on me. Like, you know, I recently have come into um, different situations um, with family and friendships where, you know, me and the person weren't seeing eye to eye. And because I make a certain decision regarding that relationship, it's almost, it almost backfires on you like, oh, well, you've been a little too hard or harsh in this situation. Um, and while that's not necessarily the case, I think what I have learned is that it's really good to be self-aware and understand when you are trying to invalidate someone's feelings versus, you know, being open, having an open ear, and then trying to help bridge that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in, in, in all, I would just say like, sometimes warnings can backfire. So I think you can, you need to be really, really strategic about when warnings are necessary or when warnings are not necessary. Yeah. I, I think the easiest way to to combat all of that is in any decision that you make, be comfortable in knowing that it may not go your way. Mm-hmm. I think that that is, you know, when we're talking about like leveling up and giving people warnings and just transitional phases, like 
you have to understand that you could do everything right and it still may not go the way that you predict because you cannot predict the outcome. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and that's where fear and regret come into play. And that's what causes us to make decisions a certain way is, you know, we start to say, okay, well, what if they don't feel this way? Or what if they say this? Or what if they do this? You just have to go with the way that you know is going to be right for you. And Mm -hmm. knowing that you could give somebody a warning and it could backfire or it could go great. Mm -hmm. And you have to be comfortable with the fact that it can go either way. Um, You know, and it's the same thing as whether someone deserves it. You know, no one really deserves anything from you. You're, you don't owe anybody anything really. You, Mm -hmm. you can leave a situation or you could, you know, see it through and try to work through it. You're never obligated to work through something. I think all you need to do is identify what this person or this situation means to you. And then based on that, I think that's how you can figure out, okay, is this worth my time in putting in a warning? Because a warning is really just your way of saying, I would rather that this work out than for us Mm -hmm. to part ways. That's really all that is. So it's not really determining, like, should you speak up? It's more so you identifying to that person that I'm willing to work through this because I want us to be something in the future. Um, Right, exactly. And also on top of that, ladies, you know, even in leveling up, sometimes I think it's good to know that relationships sometimes just need a timeout. So yes, leveling up could be, hey, this relationship right now is not really serving serving me but maybe when I get to the next space or you grow as a person maybe in the future you know we can become friends again family again you know together again whatever I think it's also recognizing that too because I think relationships relationships are very complicated and dynamic so I think you know just because you put a stop on something or you stop being so close to someone for a while doesn't mean that you guys won't ever be cool again. It's just more so understanding that in this moment right now is not bringing me what I need. And that's, that's fine. Yeah. And so with leveling up a big, a big part of that, um, a lot of the times is stepping outside of your comfort zone. Right. Mm -hmm. And, I think it's one of the most challenging things um, for people to do because it can be kind of scary. Like it's your comfort zone for a reason. You feel the most secure, the most comfortable in that space, um, whatever that space is, wherever that, wherever it is or whatever it is. Um, So the only way to really step out of your comfort zone or to even be comfortable with doing that is by stepping outside of your comfort zone, you know, taking (laughs) steps to do things that don't, that don't, um, that usually would make you feel uncomfortable. Um, Yeah. So, you know, for you, Shay, like, how do you challenge yourself to really like step out of your comfort zone? Um, And based on that, like, what are some of the first steps that you would take to do so? Yeah. So I think that what people, what women should do is first sit down with yourself mm-hmm. write out your needs <laughs> your wants your cannot deal with <laughs> and your you know just things that you would you know 
it's not your favorite, but you would be willing to work with it, whether that's for career, mm -hmm. business, love, and friendships. I think that that is the first step there. What qualities do you want out of your career? What type of things you want to explore in your career? What are you interested in? What are your natural talents? What type of things would you just not be willing to do at all in, you know, your career? <laughs> like, you know, absolute there's knows. <laughs> right, like absolute knows. Like, oh, sitting in an office all day is an absolute no for me. Well, you already know half of these jobs are not for you. So then you figure out from there, like, okay, these are some type of things that I would want to do. Yeah. For, for friends, for love, you know, what qualities would you need out of a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Um, you know, what type of, what type of things would you like to explore? Would you like to do with your friends, with your man or whatever? And then, you know, what are some absolute just, you can't deal with from both a friendship and a relationship standpoint, yeah. what can you just absolutely not deal with? Um, even, even down to the type of things that people are into. So like, you know, what type of things do you like and that you want for your partner and your friends to be interested in as well? And then with business, I think it's more so, um, you know, what, natu what natural talents do you have? What are you willing to explore? And not even just not natural talents, what are you willing to explore and showcase to other people, right? Because we all have natural talents. Um, some of those we're a little bit more shy to share with people. For instance, I'm just mm -hmm. gonna put it out there. I can sing, but <laughs> you know, I don't really, I have like stage fright. So like singing in front of everyone, maybe it's probably not a career for me, but that is a natural talent of mine. But it's like, what are some things that you like to do um, that you're willing to share with other people? Um, and then on top of that, what are some things, you know, in business that you know are required of business that you just, you have no interest in whatsoever? That can be the administrative things. You just, you don't like writing emails. You don't like, you know, checking up or doing social media things, whatever. Mm -hmm. So those type of things, you know, maybe you're interested in finding an assistant. Maybe you're interested in, you know, um, having someone who can take over social media for you, but your natural talent is building certain things or making certain things and you're willing to share that with the world. I think that's where you kind of start. So really it's starting with finding out who you are and what you want, right? Yeah. And when you do that, I think it's then easier for you to say, hey, okay, I am looking for friends who are really interested in um, book clubs, whatever. In your area, finding, you know, black women book clubs or whatever, you know, in your area, you know, finding different hobbies and different events and, you know, all of that, um, where you can meet people, like-minded people who are interested in the same things. And that'll open up your, um, that'll open up just your experience and also your network. So mm -hmm. those are the type of tangible things I think um, for me, you still have to have a certain 
gumption to do so though right Mm -hmm. like it's one thing to understand what you want and like what you don't like and this and that because I get into the same thing I'm no different than everybody else like there are certain things that I'm like oh I really like this like I really want to do this but then when it's actually time to do it (laughs) I'm like oh I can't find the time you know oh I won't know no one that's going (laughs) there so I'm not gonna do it yeah it's like every Mm -hmm. excuse under the book under you know it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. um but I have had times where I'm like you know what Shay like shut the hell up like you gotta go out you gotta meet these people you gotta do this and that those experiences have brought in different people into my life and I they've always worked out I will say that so that is always you know I just recommend like just going for it after you figure out um you know what you want yeah what about you Bray? 100%. I think self being self-aware really plays a huge 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 part in like growth and and anything you do. You know, mm-hmm. stepping out of your comfort zone I think is just that much more difficult when you don't know what you want. Um and it's an act that I think that we think is something that you should just know, right? Like it's a subconscious thing. Like I know the things that I like, but I really would challenge people and I've challenged myself, you know, to actively search and make sure that I know what I want, not just today, not just tomorrow, but in a year from now in five years from now, because that will allow me to place importance and a necessity on things that I normally would not go after I think when you live day to day and you're not really thinking about the future or like you just assume like what you like is what you like and that's that it's easy to justify why like I should not attend this networking event or I should not you know reach out to this person or I should not take this next step because it's like ah whatever I'll figure it out but if you actually take the time to figure out who will Bray be in a year who do I want Bray to be in five years I will then identify things that I know have to happen in order for me to get there and it almost makes the things that I'm afraid of seem like well, I got to figure out a way not to be scared. <laughs> you know, I have to figure out a way to work around that fear. And right. you can also give yourself a timeline and make it um, less of a burden to figure those things out. So maybe while, you know, the fear may be, you know, being around a big crowd of people and having to interact and feeling like I might not know what to say, I know that I can start smaller and I have a timeline in mind. So if I'm expecting myself to be able to speak in seminars and, you know, rooms with thousands of people in five years, I know that, okay, let's, let's start little and knowing that it's out there in the future, it gives me an opportunity to make smaller steps towards stepping out of my comfort zone. than you know, just saying like, I'm afraid to talk in front of people. Well, am I ever going to need that? Like, does that even matter? I'll be fine. Like I can do without that. Those are the type of things you say when you haven't already identified what it is you're trying to get out of the future, because whoever you are in five years, that person is a product of who you are today, the things that you do today. Um, And I think that, you know, eliminating that fear is first identifying what it is that you actually are afraid to do, or what are things that you want to do? Like Shay was saying that, um, 
are important to you mm-hmm. um and then figuring out like how to do that i know for myself personally um like i said first self reflection and really making sure that i'm aware of where i'm trying to go um helps allow me to put into perspective my fears in general right like bray you want this you say you want this <laughs> but it's not something that you would normally do. It's something that maybe you're afraid to do, but like you want this. So do you really want it? Or are you okay with the way you are? With the Is way it just things a dream? are. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I think the easiest example I can give, and we're still on this journey, but it is millennial girls. You know, Shay and I have already identified what we want within the next 10 years. And none of that involves working in corporate America, you know? And so having that idea in itself means that there's a lot of things about the two of us that have, a lot of habits we have that have to change in order for us to finally connect with Bray and Shay of 10 years from now. And I could go on and on about the things that we have to overcome um, and things that aren't. Yeah, things that are not necessarily like, you know, within our comfort zone, but we've identified that there's no way we're going to get there without doing that. And Millennial Girls, even just starting Millennial Girls was the very first step to doing that. You know, the first question we asked ourselves was like, who's going to want to listen to us? Like, we had to be on camera. We were like, oh my goodness. Um, You know, maybe it was like, I'm not comfortable in my weight right now, or, you know, just all these things that you do to talk yourself out of why you shouldn't do something. Right. Um, but we're, we're working on it and, you know, it's an ever changing, ever evolving process. And even with millennial girls, you know, the way that we even connect with you guys evolves constantly. The way that we plan to connect with you guys, our, our visions for what this can be continuously evolves. And a lot of that is because we take the time to understand what it is that we're trying to, to achieve and then ultimately being faced with the fact that in order to get there you're gonna have to step outside of your comfort zone and it it doesn't have to be scary and we're fortunate enough that we have each other so a lot of the stresses that I have Shay will have we'll talk about it um and so advice wise for you ladies who you know you've you've self-reflected you know what you want you're aware of what you want you know figure out who are the people that you care to be around during that time. In 10 years, Shay and I will still be friends. So she's someone that's important to me. That's someone who I can then talk with and talk to her about my journey and what I'm going through. Um, And I think that it's important for us women to, to find that connection. Who is it that you want to be a part of your journey and then bring them along and you guys kind of tether to each other and, you guys can step out of your comfort zones together, you know, like you can, you can make it a, um, a joint experience. And I think it'll make it that much easier and just a little less scary because you'll be moving on out of your comfort zone, but you'll be with someone that you're comfortable with, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that would be, you know, my advice to you ladies. I think that's perfect advice. Perfect advice. Um, I think I think it's really important too though to have that those those comrades around you. Yes. Like that's probably the most important predictor 
of success, right? I mean, I think a lot of things we can do on our own, you know, we can figure out. And um, I think that's something that we know deep down, but as millennials, sometimes we don't take the time to really, really understand it. Um, And so finding your circle of people is like very important. It's more important. It's more important than what you know just by yourself. You know that the saying is not yeah. what you know; it's who you know. Yes, it's really, so. really important. So I think finding those people who you can be real with, a hundred percent real, honest with, is is so important. I think you mm-hmm. will need those people who you can share your life experiences with, and vice versa you know, bounce ideas off of, seek advice from, and things like that. Um, And I think that's kind of why, you know, as well, me and Bray wanted to do this, because I think we do need, we need that camaraderie. Yeah, we really do. Um, I think it's really funny how, you know, we have so many ways to connect nowadays, but more and more people feel alone. Isn't Mm -hmm. that just a dichotomy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, I think that fostering those real deep relationships is very important. And that's something that I've, you know, been reflecting on for myself lately. And so, um, yeah, ladies, I think exploring that, getting yourself into, you know, the right circle, and then also exploring your likes. You know, life is, life is beautiful, even with all that's, you know, been going on, you know, 2020 mm-hmm. has been crazy, but... <laughs> it's been really crazy but life is beautiful and I think taking those times to explore yourself have fun you know explore what you like what you don't like Mm -hmm. the men the women that you like and don't like you know I think that having that breadth of experience of life is also important for leveling up yeah and take advantage of your young years. I think, you know, the beauty of the millennial age is that we're known for being very fluid in the things that we do and, and not settling. So tap into that. Like people want to, you know, I think older generations sometimes use that as like, like a diss almost like, oh, millennials, they don't stay put, they don't do this. But really, I think it's like the most beautiful thing ever. I think that we're finally in a space where people know that, you don't have to settle. And, you know, I, for our women, especially like, typically that would only be applied to relationships. Like that's the only way people think about women settling is in love. (laughs) But I think that a lot, a lot, I see a lot of women who tend to, who are settling in their friendships, you know, who are going back to that whole, like using history as an excuse for not breaking off friendships. Um, the way they are with their family, within jobs. So, you know, we don't have to settle in, you know, there is a lot of growing that can happen within, you know, your, your twenties, um, twenties, thirties, you know, where you can really transform who you are and be the woman who you want to be and, and have this unique experience where the people that are with you the job that you have, you know, your career, your hobbies, like all of those things can be chosen by you, you know, you're in complete control. Um, 
So I think it's, it's a beautiful thing and, it, and it's a part of growth and, and womanhood and, you know, um, kind of creating your tribe um, and having those, those positive people around you. Cause you're right. Like the people who are in your circle, it matters. It really matters. Energy wise, where you see yourself going, like, we've talked about this before, but you know, you don't want to be in a situation where you tell people your goals and they're just like, eh, mm-hmm. we'll see if you get there. Like, no, that's not yeah. the type of people that you deserve. Because remember, we're trying to step out of our comfort zones because stepping out of our comfort zones is the path towards growth. Yep. Um, and there's really no room for people who, who are skeptical of your advancement. Um, in any way, shape, or form. And a lot of times, you know, we're talking about business and working for other people. That could be in your career too. You know, people, right. a lot of people feel tethered to the jobs that they have. And, you know, like Shay said earlier, I, you, you have to sometimes transition even within your career um, because the people surrounding you in that environment is just not for you. Yeah, it's um, not what you need. Yeah, and you want to catch those things before you get to the self-destruct phase, you know. Right, exactly. I think the most important piece of leveling up Mm -hmm. and in general, what it means to be a person who is pursuing what you need for you and by you, right? Mm -hmm. Don't take anyone too seriously. Don't let anyone knock you off your center, right? I think in life, you will have people with their different opinions about who you are, who you should be, what you should be doing. I think when you become fearless in the pursuit of what makes you happy Mm -hmm. and what makes you feel like your best self, you've reached the ultimate level of leveling up. And yes. why? Is because no one can stop you or bring you down from what you already see for yourself. I think mm-hmm. that's the ultimate level of, of leveling up. Amen to that. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna leave with we're gonna leave y'all with that, ladies. Yes. Don't let anyone knock you off your center. I think you know it can be scary. It can be hard to mm-hmm. navigate, you know, leveling up and wanting to become someone new and different. Um, But I think ultimately it's worth it to shed old skin, old people, old habits um, to get to where you want to be and and to become who you want to be. Who you want to be. Yeah. Any, ask any woman or any person who's leveled up, I guarantee you won't find anybody who's going to say they regret it. Right. (laughs) Exactly. um, Yeah. Just, do what's right for you. Time to get get love love. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we hope you ladies enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, we I think we want to bring more um, just of our experiences with having to instill um, confidence and moving out of our comfort zones and. Um, get deeper on how that's affected our lives, business, and hopefully provide you ladies with um, a helpful blueprint for how to get through that within your own lives. Um, But 
we thank you guys for listening today and we can't wait to talk to you guys soon bye 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 ladies